We tricked ya. Oh, you thought there wasn't going to be another episode this week, didn't you? Well, dear listener, it's uh, it's the Kai King, Nick Banana, coming at you alongside my boy, Baby Tyler Stuff. Wow, I'm coming at you too. Yeah, we're coming at you hardcore. Well, guess what? You know, I got jealous. Tyler, I got jealous. I noticed because you said it on the last thing we recorded. I said... This guy's releasing his Bonk Boys, but I do an entirely different Bonk Boys, and I want this one to go out too because I want it's not a it's not for you, the listener, to compare and contrast. It's for you to get a taste of both worlds, right? But if you wanted to compare and contrast, feel free to hit us up on the Discord, or you know, if you want an invite, message us on any of the the apps that you listed this on which i'm sure works or probably the easiest way to do it just rate us five stars on itunes <laughs> right uh follow us on instagram at reactivators that's where i'm most active anyway hmm. and twitter at reactivators uh you can find us everywhere um listen we got these other episodes of the bog boys and the one that i'm putting out is the newest version of my series i was previously doing a stream uh with ben castle and july diaz past guests of the show friends of the show maybe that'll come back down the line but for now i'm doing a new series and it's not because they quit and it's not because they quit actually i just played fortnite with those guys not on a stream Oh, and they said, wow, this is way better. I wish we never quit. (laughs) They've been telling me we got a game more. And I said, fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like you. Um, But these episodes, this rebrand is uh, what Connor McCabe's calling the Bonk Boys nostalgia trips. And that's where I get an assortment of my middle school friends who call ourselves just six boys and we uh we record these episodes about games that we used to play together um on the uh patreon now we have an episode about the battle for middle earth with my buddy jack brooks we got um modern warfare 2 with my friend daniel frost uh listener of this show and both those guys plus connor arakaki are on the episode that's being released today uh our episode on team fortress 2 how did you listen to this oh god no um i think i did actually um i think i at least listened to part of it i'll go back and listen oh it's nice to meet a fan oh (laughs) um but this is just uh just a nice chat with my friends and um uh, if you like it you'll have to pay for more baby (laughs) yeah it's unfortunate but it's the market uh wasn't our idea wasn't our idea go ahead and blame (laughs) connor and jeremy yeah we wanted this to be free oh we wanted it so bad but and our bad bosses made us do this Mm. well we're giving you a taste today and yesterday so enjoy these episodes of the bog boys this week we'll be back with more new content next week and now an episode of the bog boys nostalgia trips team fortress 2 
Welcome to the Bonk Boys in conversation on Team Fortress 2. I'm your host, Nick Costanza, and today we're doing something a little different. In the past, I've streamed some Fortnite. Well, now I want to go back into the past to discuss a game with three members of the collective Just Six Boys. I guess four if you count me. My friends since middle school who all grew up playing this very game. You may remember them from their last appearance collectively on uh, Reactivators, episode 46, Trouble in Terrorist Town. Although a couple of them have had their own episodes of Reactivators since then. Let's bring them in here. Uh, first up, the the uh, the first one to join the Zoom today. <laughs> My oldest friend. Give it up for Jow Bufuk, a.k.a. Jack. Hey everyone, it's, it's great to be here. Great to talk about TF2, one of the greatest games ever. I can see Connor's already just really disappointed in this, but um, I'm excited. <laughs> what a, what a <laughs> great game, and, and what a great opportunity. Wow, thank you for being so appreciative of me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jack, hey, let's do some guest chit-chat. Uh, I heard a little snap, crackle, pop in the background there. What you got? Um, I have a Whole Foods uh, brand, 365 gram sparkling water. Uh, it's the ginger flavor. Both taste great. And I like to placebo myself into thinking I'm getting ginger's calming effect on, on the digestive system. Um, it's really a two for one snack. Hey, shout out Whole Foods 365. They're not a sponsor yet, but we're going to change that by the end of this episode. Isn't that right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, <laughs> we have um, an old fan favorite. Uh, most recently appeared on a Reactivator stream on Twitch <laughs> over a year ago, I think. Uh, hey, give it up for the boy daniel frost i truly thought you were introducing cotter when you started <laughs> <laughs> it would have made infinitely more sense yeah I, I thought it was connor too hey, no, this is my introduction. i kind of thought it was me as well it's a little <clears throat> well it wasn't so connor why don't you just uh, keep your mouth shut uh hi how's, how's danny you were supposed to be talking i need a question <laughs> what's your favorite sparkling water i kind of can't stand sparkling water at all i'm a real i'm not a true millennial i think it's all trash i just drink regular water out of the sink all day like like a fish this is great a bunch i of love nasty this. soda not but that's not like a thing i drink that's a thing i try i don't buy six packs of coca-cola dream world or whatever it was space flavor uh defru as you are known um you've also told me that if soda was just the syrup, you'd drink that. I don't remember that, but that sounds like something I would have said, so sure. <laughs> this is great, you see, because we have two contrasting opinions. That's what makes for a good panel. We're not going to agree on everything. Some <laughs> like water with bubbles, some like water without. Danny, you and I are like fire and water. The duality of man, I think. Oh, I like it with oil and water. That's that's a good one, too. David well... Powell. Since he won't shut up, I guess we should bring in our last guest. 
and I held off because he is in fact the the most recent uh guest of just six boys on reactivators. Hey, give it up everybody for Connor or Akaki aka Conborg. That's me. <laughs> and out of respect for Nick, I will shut up from here on out. Okay. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, you only want to talk before you're introduced. <laughs> Well, I'm going to ask a question. Let's see if we get an answer. Okay. Ask something not water related. What's your favorite type of soda? Water. Oh. <laughs> I'm not editing anything on this, by the way. So dead air. Oh, no. Just okay. Stay never in. mind. Never mind. No, never mind. Okay, that was that was my mistake. <laughs> you called my bluff. <laughs> How long were you willing to wait, Cotter, until Nick said something? As long as it would have taken. I'll be honest. Well, I'll take six seconds. So, Connor, do you like coffee? I do. I drink too much coffee as it is. Actually, how do you take it? Uh black usually. Nice. I I it was more of like a a dumb diet thing because I realized. In the past, I'd put too much cream and sugar, so I, I cut it out completely. And this is what you get, and everybody, just... when you listen to the Bonk Boys. You get real truths about your hosts. It's not just bits. It's not goofs. You know, this is real. This is honest. Yeah, I think I stopped doing that like f- four years ago, and I haven't been happy since. So it's been Black a very... coffee uh... makes my stomach hurt. Oh no, you're getting fucking old. What the ginger is for, Jack. Yeah, no, like perfect. <laughs> yeah, bringing it back. Double hit combo. Maybe you should get ginger flavored coffee. Here we go. I didn't have anything to add, and Connor was just standing there. I'd... Yeah, I got, I got nothing. Uh, cool. Well, <laughs> again, not editing anything out. Uh, hey guys, I didn't bring you here to talk about beverages. In fact, I hate beverages. Here's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Dang. a video game. We've all been oh, playing. Oh, dude, I love video games. Really? Uh, I mean, most of the time, yeah. Yeah, I understand that video games did make your life somewhat enjoyable over the last four years. Not as much as, like, cream and sugar, but it's it's... It's close. Connor, enough about drinks, okay? Please. Yeah, we're here to talk about Genshin Impact. (laughs) Let me Uh, tell you about my favorite Genshin Impact-themed drink. Is Genshin Impact a fighting game? It is not. Okay. (laughs) It's like the... I think it's Chinese, and it's like... Yeah. Isn't, like, every playable character, like, just the most stereotypical, like, buxom anime girl possible? surprisingly no but there are there are a lot it's not that they (laughs) aren't all but they most of them kind of are Mm, that's like one of my old favorite games uh peach ball that's uh oh actually you bring a peach ball in every other podcast like if you went through and wait i don't know what peach ball is it's mostly tyler listen jack what is peach ball uh, it's a it's an amazing pinball game, Senrin Kagura Peach Ball, where um, <laughs> okay, never mind. Now um, I know what this is. Women in bikinis are trapped <laughs> in a pinball machine, and you hit them with the balls, and their ex- their clothes explode off. 
uh, recovered uh, <laughs> covered on uh, reactivators with every movie is good. Um, no unfortunately tf2 um is not horny uh and has uh no female characters i think yeah the announcer has a woman's voice that's true only in their extended universe stuff do they have us like like two female characters god these are so annoying I saw some sprays back in the day that which for the listener were things, little pictures or gifs you could put on walls or surfaces with a button. I saw some of those that were pretty horny. So uh, mine well, was of Brendan Fraser for a long time <laughs> before his that's, resurgence. That's definitely like really the only place I uh, ever saw Tub Girl on was that. And that was oh, not a oh. lot of fun. I think we're calling Nick's bluff on editing any of this episode. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, we're kind of just going for it now. I'm going to try my hardest not to edit a single thing. Let's, I would <laughs> not because, say that. Is it because Tyler doesn't want to do it? <laughs> uh, it's because I'm just learning how to edit. And it's easier to just put the song that starts it and the song that ends it. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. So uh, this podcast doesn't pass the Bechdel test but it's okay because neither does the game (laughs) (laughs) I like that logic Uh, let's talk about TF2 as a game it was released in 2007 initially as part of the orange box for Windows it is a first person shooter game we love those don't we fellas we're we're FPSers everyone's nodding uh, and you can play as one of two teams, red or blue. And and in those teams, you can choose one of nine character classes. Um, why don't we start there? Uh, what are all the different types of characters you can play as? Uh, Jack, they're only men. Jack, let's start with Connor. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a class. Nick. Let's start with Jack. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Jack, what what are some character types that come to mind when you think of TF2? You got the scout, you got the heavy, you got the demo man, you got the soldier, you got the sniper, you got the spy, you got the medic. I don't know if I already said heavy, but you got the heavy. You got the engineer. <laughs> you got and, and the pyro. pyro. Yeah. Yay. What was well the low skill class? That was my okay. favorite one. <laughs> I'm glad someone said it. Thank I knew you. I was going to get roasted for this opinion coming in. <laughs> it's a fun class, but yeah, it's... Uh... Did you use the back burner? No, I was a big... Degreaser. Puffin Sting was where you would have one weapon where you could change really quickly. Okay, so yeah, Degreaser was fun. It took a modicum of skill, but truly it was just light them on fire, switch weapons, and crit them over and over. It was the best. Uh, Yeah, the pyro is very fun to look at, and has very silly weaponry um we'll get into the videos a little bit later but that's uh that's a pretty distinct one was the pyro's intro video um personally i always loved the engineer uh he was like a guy with a hard hat and he can make a sentry gun and he fixes it up Uh oh jack is making a big full face do you, do you like the engineer yeah it's fun to make the turret especially 
you remember that one server we used to play that was just like two sides? Axles, T. No, not Axles. No, I know, I know which one. Cali Smoke Shack. That's it, Cali Smoke Shack. And you could just upgrade <laughs> the turret and just shoot people. And then I could kind yeah. of just run around and do my own thing. <laughs> okay, Axles so TF two was another good server. <laughs> uh, what was Axles like? That was when I played a lot with Reed. I think we'd do other people. They had like a soccer map that was pretty fun. They had a bunch of custom maps that are pretty good. One time we had heard rumors of it and, and we, we like Reed and I like led a charge to like pressure enough people, including one of the mods uh, into do- selecting this map. We did upside down two fort, um, two fort being the seminal uh, first capture the flag map. But this time it was upside down and it was great. That's cool. Um, Connor, how about you? What characters you like? Uh, so yeah, as we were talking about, there's a bunch of different classes, and they'll have different loadouts and sort of different specialties. The one I picked was one specifically made to irritate Jack and uh, our other one of the other six boys, Reed, who couldn't be here because they'd often play in pairs. They played the heavy, who was this character with the big minigun, and then the Reed would play the medic who would heal the heavy and they would sort of push forward and, you know, help push offense and or defense, stuff like that. But I played the spy and the spy's whole thing was getting behind characters and backstabbing them for instant kills. And I wasn't very good at it. And I used, uh, well, as time went on, they introduced new weapons and updates just to sort of, uh, you know, have, let players have some fun. I picked the one of the worst weapons possible. Just because the the reward for getting any backstab was incredibly small for the setback it gives you at the start, which is reducing your health by like I want to say like forty <laughs> percent. I, I think the spy started with one hundred and twenty five, and when you used the kunai, which Connor's talked about, I think you had eighty. Yeah, it was um, something. It was something pretty low like that. And then on on backstab or on kill, it would um you'd get healed to one hundred and sixty, so you'd have like roughly. 30% more, but uh, it was not that useful. <laughs> but I used it because it was bad, and I would specifically target Jack and Reed over and over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> because genuinely, like, generally speaking, they were usually the best people on the servers we were playing on. Because when I played with you guys the most was during the, the free-to-play update. And so everybody joining was very new, didn't really get the game, and didn't understand how how the mechanics and weapons worked. And uh, yeah, I was usually on the losing team and I was tired of it. <laughs> what so year was that? Oh yeah. gosh, we were still in high school. So it had to be like, what, 20... 2011, 2012 maybe? Yeah. Um, I will say that sounds very much like your play style, Connor, to pick the hardest thing to do and commit 100% <laughs> to it. I was not, well, I was not good at it. <laughs> well, and... I'll just, I'll just, you know, um, as Connor alluded to, Reed and I were pretty good. We, we generally play heavy medic. Either of us could play either role, and we would just, you know, we could make entire servers quit. Basically, that's how good we were. Um, but uh, you know, we brag harder. Oh. That's coming. Um, but, uh, you know, we'd, we'd be on a voice chat with our good friend Connor because we were, like, there to chat with the fellows, and it'd be nice. And uh, Connor would use the fact that we were on voice chat and talking to each other and calling out stuff to, 
locate us and know like find our blind spots like it was not pure skill it was also exploiting uh our our gestures of friendship and and just (laughs) wanting to wanting to talk with our friends I would like to say some of those were, were pretty good and didn't rely on that. Because there was a point where you guys would check fairly often. Um, uh, and I would just but I would I would weasel my way in there. So just to really put a pin on this Connor being a jerk uh anecdote. Um so you know, the whole idea of TF2, you you play a mix of classes and it's fun. You mix and match different matchups. But every once in a while, if you kind of wanted to goof around, you would have everybody on your team play the same character. All the characters looked identical, except for when they introduced hats. But even then, they looked pretty identical. And there was one time uh, our dear friend Reed and I uh, got, we got the entire server to just like, like regularly switch different classes we'd all rush. And it was so fun. We were winning. We were having a blast. It was ridiculous. And we were on like, a map where it was like there were three stages you'd capture two capture points and move to the next stage we're doing it we're, 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 we're all like going as different classes and connor starts relaying to the other team what classes we're about to rush so they can effectively like counter us and like ruin the fun all while still being the spy and finding reed to like pick me and read off just just to be spiteful <laughs> and we came so close to winning a map like doing only like you know we switch cla- what classes we would rush but like as like with that strategy like uniformly and we got we couldn't seal the deal at the final point because connor again just was uh exploiting the fact that we were in a voice chat with him i mean i think this is a net positive because when you two were playing heavy medic and you were pretty good, especially against free to play people, then nobody was having fun besides you two. And when Connor was stabbing <laughs> you both, he was having fun. You two weren't having fun. The average person, you know, was I don't, I don't really love this. When Connor like, was being a dick. Play caveat. We were pretty good. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I don't know if I was necessarily servers. being a dick. I um, was using everything I could to win. Uh, you know, you got to have that winner's mindset. Jack, you've bragged so hard that I can't give you any victory. So no, I'm not going <laughs> to back down from the free-to-play comment. <laughs> Neither am I. Well, D-Frulis, Turney, you mentioned that you like the pyro, but what we haven't mentioned yet is you actually came to TF2 a little later than these guys. I believe you entered in the free-to-play era? Yeah, that's how I knew it was 2011. Um, yeah, I, gotta, I guess I have to admit this because you've roasted me ever since because I was... It was about 2011 and the game was free to play and I hadn't played at all and I didn't want to. I What I said to Nick that lived in infamy was <laughs> I don't want to learn to play a new game like I wanted to have a new setup. And I think I was kind of right because <laughs> while I immediately got obsessed with it and played it a bunch, it kind of took over my life too because I looked it up just now and my total hours on TF2 are oh, 750. Yeah. But... I wonder what mine is. 350 were in the first year. I consistently oh remember, because Steam would tell you how much you played the last two weeks, it always saying 15 hours in the last 14 days. Like I was, That's impressive. So it kind of, like, I was right, but I did have more fun playing it. And then now the game's kind of a weird shell of its former self. I never log in, but, I, you know. But wow, Danny, was, so I can't you have wait. more hours than I do. Mm-hmm. It's more than just now. I looked, and it was earlier this year. It's past my other Steam games combined have now have more hours than TF2, but it took until like 2022. That is oh, I 
That's impressive. Yeah. I don't know if it's good, but I okay, so sorry to interrupt. I keep interrupting, but I can see all of our friends' hours on here. Mm-hmm. Jack, would you like to guess how many hours that you have total on TF2? Okay, so I know I said I wasn't a fan of it, one caveat, but I'm going to offer my own caveat here, and that's that... Oh, and you know, this is actually a really pathetic admission. Um, But when they introduced hats, there was kind of like the longer you were on, the higher your chances of getting a hat. So people made these maps specifically designed for you to leave your game on and like not have AFK triggered so you could collect hats. So mm. I and, and so I would leave the game on overnight. So I will say there are plenty of times I probably admittedly after playing for five or six hours then had my game like another eight to ten. Yeah, you um, know, I, I would do the same. Yeah, the idle servers because yeah, yeah for, because the way it would drop is it would just as you played, you'd get random drops. And sometimes it was like fun stuff. Sometimes it was kind of useless stuff that you already had. So, so, yeah. so again, with, with the caveat that I uh, was not playing a solely just a pathetic amount of like dedicated time, I was also leaving the game on uh, to get free cosmetic items with no benefit. Um, <laughs> I mean, they look cool. You could sell them. I don't know if this is uh, actually, that was like later on. Yeah. Yeah. 1200. Well, actually, first, let's. Do you want to guess how many hours Reed has? Two thousand. I'm gonna guess eight hundred. More. Eleven hundred. Less. Okay, I'll just say it is nine hundred and sixty-six point two hours total. Wow. <laughs> that Loser. is probably including <laughs> idling as well. Yeah. Uh, I am at five hundred and one. Nick, you are three hundred and twenty-six point two. And those are also bumped up by idle. I, w- I would say I yeah. for sure have the le- the least. Okay, now, <laughs> Jack, <laughs> what is your guess? <laughs> How many hours you have logged for TF2 in the entirety of time that you played it? Um, twelve hundred. Okay, Danny, any guesses? Um, do I should I go higher or lower? You gave everyone else this. I know I'm not gonna do it this time for Jax because I think this is funnier. <laughs> this is the worst prices fight ever. Um, <laughs> a, a thousand. You. I think he played about as much as Reed did. Okay, Nick. He Jack, you guessed twelve hundred, right? I did. I'm going eleven. Oh, I think I I think I lowballed it. You all lowballed it. <laughs> Jack has fourteen hundred and seven point five hours <laughs> logged in TF2. <laughs> Wow. I also don't think I've logged into Steam since 2014. So Let me see if that's not... true. La- th- that is almost true. Last online seven years ago, 2016. Which is just impressive, I think. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a bad thing at all or like some anything really negative. It, like especially like when mo- I mean you gotta realize, Jack, most of our playtime is in high school. It's like what the fuck else are we really doing other than screwing around? talking to girls <laughs> um, no, i mean no. you you were i was not uh, yeah no that, mm. that's only applies to you <laughs> now you yeah, have to edit this so yeah i think that's actually true lies can't be, <laughs> yeah i wasn't gonna bring it up but then you guys had to say i was only good against free-to-play players um 
I'm not no, saying you were um, only good against free to play players. I said that it, it really podcast. helped and, and boosted. <laughs> you know, if someone bit. brings up uh, something against the person, they immediately strike back. They say, "Ah, you guys are a bunch of losers." It just anyway, like Jack, you played. You've your computer played 58 hours of TF2 or 58 days yeah, of TF2. I I wondered what I don't know if this was recorded. I wondered what my carbon footprint was, and Danny graciously. Not in the spirit of vengeance, but friendship told me not to think about it. I mean, what can you do now? Uh, Save the whales. Um, <laughs> yeah, your computer actually made it onto that list of jets using the most fuel. <laughs> it was Taylor Swift, <laughs> a couple other people, Jack's laptop. <laughs> it's even wilder because you haven't turned on desktop. Steam since 2014. Um. Uh- well, uh, why don't we move on a little bit? Um, we we've talked about this some, but uh, gameplay. Um, Jack, you and Reed had a very particular strategy. I don't think we've fully said what it was. Oh, okay, so heavy has the most health. He has a mini gun. You know, incredible damage per second. I TF two is it both was and it wasn't like depending on the class there's either a really high high time to kill or not um and you kind of serve different roles um but heavy had a pretty good damage per second so decent time to kill and then you'd fall in with the medic you'd the medic could like get this thing charged and then you could do what was called an uber charge both you and the heavy or whoever you're pointing your little healing gun at would be invincible for excuse me a certain amount of time i don't remember the exact duration Um, later later installments brought other forms of charge but i don't they never really beat the original in my opinion um you know reed reed and i learned up uh picked up uh certain strategies like one thing was as the heavy you had to like rev your minigun but you could preemptively uh rev it so like things like Reed and I picked up that like really good players did. Um, you would like, <laughs> while you, if you saw a corner, you would jump around the corner, rev your minigun in midair. So when you actually like turn the corner, it was already revved and you could just start shooting. Oh. Um, later they gave an item that was a sandwich. At first it was like just a way for the heavy to heal, but they allowed, and then I believe nerfed this where um, the heavy could throw a sandwich for another class to pick up. So if I was getting damaged, um, I could get healed as a medic. Um, and yeah, we were we were we were a good team. Did you guys often but, switch off who was heavy and who was medic? Every now and then, um, yeah. I mean, we we kind of rotated, but I um, felt like when we played, usually it was him. Uh, doing medic and if he wasn't usually on soldier at least that's what my memory tells me Jack? i think you might be thinking i think i actually played medic a little bit more and then like i know oh. when, I, when i played solo i would or like without raid i would i would usually do soldier because i got <laughs> the soldier you could shoot rockets and you'd think oh well i want to shoot people directly right um no you don't because <laughs> um so rockets are splash damage you'd aim for the feet because the rockets couldn't really kill a lot of people in one hit, but they would like displace them. So if you're really good, you'd shoot them, they'd go into the air, and then you could line it up so you could hit them with another rocket in midair. Uh, it was incredibly pathetic that I was good at this, but I was decent. 
He had that FPS I wasn't skin. I wasn't as good as as at at that as I was heavier medic though. That was just more in my spare time when I was racking up fourteen hundred hours of uh, playtime. <laughs> it's a little hard to Excuse quantify. Me, only a thousand oh, of those are real gameplay. Four hundred <laughs> of those are idle servers. <laughs> That's probably right. Because at a certain point, the idle servers stopped being as effective, and I think like. Yeah. I think maybe the last year and a half I played, I was like only fairly interested in the cosmetic items, not entirely. Right. We were intrigued by hats when hats first showed up. Yeah, I got the little like uh, beanie with like the propeller on top for the pyro. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a cool one. That was a good one. Even before that, do you guys remember this? I think it was when TF2 first came to Mac. If you bought it on launch, you got like earbuds. That was was after the initial hats, but I do remember that. It was after. Yeah. Yeah. This became uh, the currency basically for the trading market, which I never really messed with. But and bills, which was Bill's hat from Left 4 Dead, were what would be sold for keys. Like the the ratio was how the market was doing. It was a weird stock market thing. So this was not a feature that started with the game hats. They came in a couple years in and then, yes, uh, in a game that I would say didn't have an economy before that, did it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. This like created it, the hats, and then you would get random drop crates, um, which honestly, TF2 kind of created the loot box, which is a little bit of culture, which is a little messed up. But you would get keys, you had to pay real money for to open the crates, and sometimes it'd be something great, but most of the time it would be kind of trash. Outside of MMOs, wasn't like, isn't TF2 like one of the first and like kind of the first big microtransaction game? As far as I know, uh, maybe in terms of like cosmetics, yeah, yeah, because I and then I know like Counter Strike balled it shortly thereafter, but Counter Strike uh, is so fucking lame. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fun fun game, but the cosmetic stuff kind of definitely ruined it. It wasn't even as like Ariana whimsical. <laughs> no, it was not at all. It was like here's you just a want a game to pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> yeah. Um... Well, uh, I can say this does, it feels like I can draw a direct line from the hats showing up in TF2 to the unholy amount of skins I've bought in a game like Fortnite, (laughs) because you, it is fun to have something that just makes you a little different or makes you feel unique, even when a lot of people have it. Like I wouldn't say I'm feeling unique when I'm wearing my Moon Knight costume in Fortnite, but when hats first (laughs) showed up, they were so hard to get, almost no one had them. And if you were idling for hours, you had the chance to get something random to show that you were cool. I do remember there was a video around the time they came out and were still hard to get that must have gone through our group chat where a guy had two hats in his inventory and the whole video was just him clicking on them and deleting them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was buried somewhere in my mind, but it came back to me. (laughs) I love that. That's, that's fun. Chaotic energy. Uh, Iconic. They would say. (laughs) It was giving icon. Yeah, it was. Um, the uh, another thing I wanted to talk about, um, the videos. 
Remember these? What are they called? I, I videos is not meet the, the team, series. Meet the blank. Yes, they the... they had ten, uh, and I think they had a couple others. But in the meet this series, there were nine for the classes. It started out with the meet the heavy, and that was just an ad, and they were so well received that they kept on doing them. Um, yeah, but there were there was one for each class. I think they did the heavy, maybe one or two others, and then. They did meet the sandwich. It was um, like meet the heavy, meet the scout, and then I want to say sandwich. soldier. Soldier was early. Oh yeah, it might be soldier. Either soldier or sniper. Sol- yeah. Soldier might be the worst. <laughs> really, I actually really like that one. <laughs> I mean, they're all very good. Like they've they've held up remarkably well. I I watched a couple within the last year or two, and you know the animation from uh whatever source engine was it like yeah it's their in-house 08, uh, filmmaking engine yeah um you know that hasn't necessarily aged as well but they were well written and you know like the the art design in that game was so good that uh it's still great yeah i would say the art design is part of this game's legacy in general because i was looking at the old pictures, pictures I remember looking over your shoulder, Jack, at your house of the original design of this game. And it was like a realistic military shooter, mm-hmm. looked totally generic, looked way worse, too. Um, and this, uh, this, I don't know how to describe it. The the cartoony visuals of this are... It, it's a little bit like The Incredibles. It's like The Incredibles. That is a yeah, great a comparison. Bit. I guess it was influenced by the works of... Uh, Norman Rockwell, Dean Cornwell, and J.C. Leyendecker. Uh, it it yeah, has the, very much that like 50s aesthetic. The game yeah. is canonically set in the 60s, I believe. Really? Then, um, oh boy, this is in way too deep. So the high five officially wasn't invented until the like early 70s. The low five had been around, but there's competing um, <laughs> stories on who invented the high five. One of them is that the baseball manager and previous player Dusty Baker helped invent it. But the point of the story is they put in a high five taunt because TF2 and other aspect was that originally each class had a t- like three taunts, one for each weapon, and then more and more came out that were all class. Some of the taunts could kill people if you timed them correctly, which was very fun and very griefy. Um, but they put in a high five taunt. But what the characters would say was slap my hand because the high five didn't officially exist yet. Now, the TF2 breaks his canon a lot in other places. Don't worry about it, like the earbuds, but still kind of yeah. cool. Getting a gun from Counter-Strike, getting a gun from uh, Deus Ex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. The alien swarm thing. Oh, yeah. And those were like... There, well, there was like a couple alien guns that were like done in like a very retro, like sci-fi, like 60s sci-fi thing. Yeah. It was... You know, it was a little bad for the aesthetic for my taste, but it wasn't as egregious as, as some of the other ones. You know, I've seen... It like, got worse as time went on, yeah. Oh, for yeah, it got awful. At, at comic stores, or like at that one store in Pike Place, um, the nerd store, they have like the weird soldier, like future space pistol thing. What? Um, like a, a replica for sale, or maybe the, the one the engineer had, the Palmson that everyone hated, including mm. me. But you can buy like recreations of the silly sci-fi weapons which i think is fun but it was very expensive mm-hmm. i just can't well, yeah. pass this up i'm sorry the high five as a concept has <laughs> existed for only 50 years so the high five with that name yes the low five predates it quite a bit but what the is high the low five 
Give me a low five versus a high five, you know? Where you put up your high, hand down out. low. Yeah. So I double checked myself just now, and there are many Georgian stories, but the two most documented candidates are Dusty Baker and Glenn Burke of the Los Angeles Dodgers on October Shut 2nd, up. 1977, and Wiley Brown and Derek Smith of the Louisville Cardinals men's basketball college team during the 78 79 season. So, yeah. It's only been in the Oxford English Dictionary since 1980. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. I just hey, we're we're learning new things on the Bach Boys, folks. I can bring you so many <laughs> useless facts if you if you need it. I can come back every week. We should Nick, really you should so do a, a a Jeopardy based uh Bonk Boys because that's a game as well. Like you can like buy it. I'm that I'm down for that. If you guys want to talk about Jeopardy first, actually, <laughs> I'm pretty into the Jeopardy fandom. So yeah. Oh, that's that's true. You had some thoughts about hosting. I mean, I don't want to be too controversial on this show. All I'll say is I haven't watched it in a couple months, but um, it was a very fun to watch Amy Schneider last year, all the Super Champs last year. They were all really good. So that was cool. It was a good tournament. But it's basically a sport now, which is kind of fun. My Not in like the athletic way, but I mean... You say it sucks. They're releasing she doesn't a bunch know of, how to speak like a human. Let me human. just talk <laughs> over Jack. They're releasing a bunch of like stats and stuff, and just you can follow the games without even watching if you wanted to. I haven't done that, but like it's very cool to me that they're trying to make it more of a like they're having this tournament at the same time every year in November, tournament of champions. And anyway, I it, Mayim would never insult <laughs> someone for nerd rap like Alex Trebek would. She'd just be like, "Hello, whatever." You have a nerd rap group. And they'd be like, yeah, I have a nerd rap group. I talk Jack, about angles. And she'd be like, wow. We're, we're, I'm sorry for Jack introducing three. this Jeopardy tangent. Jack, bad, we're folks. already four boys talking about an all-male game, but you're going to insult Javaya Bialik on Jeopardy? I, I, I think she's Make fun of Ken Jennings so I don't even nerd. care. She's like anti-vax and maybe like kind of racist towards Palestinians. Maybe, I can't remember. Are you sure don't you're not getting any of this, Nick? <laughs> Nope. And in fact, I'm going to take my AirPods out when I listen. So I just <laughs> won't even oh, check. No. Um, <laughs> you know, it's okay to not like her hosting. Uh, it's true. Yeah. You know, um, can I bring I us really back watch. to TF2? No. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, that's my yes. fault to begin with, but that's my, that's my bad. Uh, kind of goes back to the aesthetic thing. Like you can like one of the cool things in like Orange Box when you boot it up is you can go into developer commentary mode. Mm -hmm. So you will essentially like walk around the maps for the game and see these little uh, speech bubbles and you walk into them. They give you uh, information about like how they developed the game, all the background. And one of the things that they talked about was how they purposefully designed the the models of each character uh, in a very specific way so that if you just saw the silhouette, you would immediately know who they were. And like what class it is, and that's why uh, everything looks so unique. Everything like sort of pops out, and it's like very easy to identify. And so I always thought that was like a very cool little side note that they put on there. Yeah, well, one thing I feel like modern gamers couldn't handle is uh, the fact <laughs> that they intentionally did like very different hitboxes. Like I'm sure people would be like shrieking about that now, but it, it was fun. Like, and it, it made it I don't know, just made the shooting feel a little better. It, it made sense too for how like how they spent. Sorry, Connor. I just no, no, no go ahead. About how long no, no. they spent developing each character, like in the thing they talked about, how they basically the game took nine years to make it. Their nine characters, they basically designed a character a year 
going through iterations and they wanted the characters to look so different that you could tell by the silhouette who it was so that there wasn't a whole lot of thought in who you were fighting versus like, oh, that's a scout. He's shorter. Or, oh, that's the medic. He looks, you know, he's got this body shape. He's got the big hand glove things and blah, blah, which I think is clever. That is yeah, clever. He and did looking have big at... hands. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Gorilla grip. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, you could for sure tell who each character is by the silhouette. Mm-hmm. If there's two that are maybe close-ish, I could see almost the engineer and soldier because of the hat, or even the soldier and the demo man a little bit. Um, I don't know. I think the soldier is like a little bit taller and his upper body's a little bit wider as well. And and the soldier also, I mean, you know, it would be a little different when he was using his secondary or his melee weapon. Sure. He had like the weird hunch with the yeah. rocket too that was very distinct. Even the way the characters moved Uh-oh. and like oh, wait, ran. Is Nick frozen? No, I'm not. Oh. He's just, <laughs> he just was thinking. perfectly still. But yeah, even the way the characters just like ran across the maps were all different. Yeah, you know, everything was again very easy to identify, like pretty quickly. For the record, there I was trying to just show you guys my silhouette and see if you could guess it was me. <laughs> I believe that's Nick. Uh, that might be Nick. It might be Tyler. No, don't say no. that. <laughs> no, he's not here. No. I know it could be your roommate but i'm not sure i want to bring him up so we can move on which one uh you know which one <laughs> the widow pervert <laughs> hey that's a real inside joke <laughs> uh, i'm fine with all my roommates whether they're fine with me i don't know <laughs> oh no uh, i'm no, just talking about the robot but sure um oh yes my robot roommate that's who I, I was with... obviously referring to we have to keep not piss um <laughs> The uh, maps in this game, I would just was looking at uh, uh, some unidentified source that has a lot of information that's uh, not Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> there were some great maps. What was the one called with the train going through the center or the minecart? Well, wait, what do you mean by minecart? Did, did you push the minecart or did was it was the mode called payload? Yeah, yeah, that was a mode. Yeah. Were there multiple maps that had that race? thing? There was Upward, yeah. there was Hightower, there was Gold Rush. I like Thunder or something. That was a good one they introduced later. Um yeah. I can't I can't really speak to like, you know, I think after 2013 or 2014, but like uh you, I was always pretty I know they started doing a mix of like fan-made maps and their own maps with the updates and they were pretty much always like solid to great mm. the well, halloween harvest map. is my favorite ever and that one was a um fan-made map what that was harvest? fan-made yeah that, that showed on. on the showed on the um screen when you were loading it i would always say map made by sean heyo coutino that's cool shout out sean yeah i always liked uh control point maps the best actually although the one payload map i really did like was um the enemy team that's pushing starts in like the the tunnels, like the mining tunnels, and then you push outward. I forget is that one upward or is that a different one? That might be Gold Rush, but I could be wrong. Could be upward because that Gold Rush has a big tunnel at the first point. You have to mm. get it through. Yeah, I, that's uh, the one. I think like the the control point maps were like definitely like you know the the best for like that, but I I really liked um. 
I was really partial to just doing a capture the flag map where it was like it was only that capture the flag and it was like an infinite time period where it's like you could win if you captured it enough, but it was like oh yeah pretty often it would just be a stalemate. Um I've already mentioned two four. I think two others I really loved were double cross. That was a fun one. It was set at night. That was a little little interesting. And yeah, then uh cool. they they had a map called Sawmill. It was initially, I think, a king of the hill or maybe and, and maybe the hill some one. sort of battle like elimination map um, weird and like then they, they made that one and do a, a capture the flag one that was pretty fun too because that was kind of the closest team fortress 2 got to a team death match because everything else there was always a, a point to all the modes true mm-hmm. so, which is interesting the other interesting thing too is that team fortress 2 only shipped with six maps because the idea was that they were like hey we should only have six really good maps because people play the same maps over and over in their favorite video games which was right i mean people play dust on counter strike still but yeah then fans made a bunch of really good maps because like hydro is terrible and you know i don't know if all <laughs> six were winners <laughs> two fort is bad i'm sorry it's it's not a well-designed map it's no, uh no two four rocks i know it's i don't i don't even like two four classic map oh but... my god but you know what? When you like, go last fourteen hundred hours, you get a pretty good idea of what's a good map and what's not. Before <laughs> was a good map. Listen, it's not that two four is necessarily a bad map, but like I think, I don't know. Just sitting in a stalemate for like most of the time is not that fun. Like if you just want to like hop on, just like kill people, that's fine. But like the amount of music, it's a little boring. Like, that's, that would be like my album like discovering process. Was I just download a couple albums and then I'd like put them in my headphones and just like play a capture the flag map of TF2. Um, it was really cool. <laughs> the only other thing I want to mention about the maps is that they were built very symmetrically, especially things like Two Ford or anything else that was just like a center point or a flag. Um, and so each side would kind of look the same, but one would be blue and like medley and the other would be like red and bricky. And I was out for a run, a f- I don't know, a few months ago. And um, I found a little neighborhood where there was a cul-de-sac on one end and it had a house and then directly facing it across the street past the cul-de-sac was a house that looked identical and one was kind of red and one was kind of blue like not exactly but they were the same built kind of house the same design and it really felt like it was in one of those maps it messed with my mind a little bit (laughs) because it was it looked so identical Uh, a fun a fun little detail that like i appreciated because it showed like actual like care i don't know if a lot of developers would do anymore was like they were symmetrical but it was like when you got to like the other half of the map, like what would be like right on one side would be left. And the reason they did that, they had them like flipped, but inverted was because like projectiles, like rockets had like a slightly, like, I think it was like a right tilt. Like they didn't shoot center. It was like slightly oh. angled or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. That you, you don't see that anymore. No. Great. It's just here's thing. your maps wallowing it. You, you filthy pay pigs. <laughs> go play your call of duty map from 2008 and love it <laughs> i wish i could sir yes sir <laughs> go play shipment call, nerd call of duty maps have been bad for I like played that earlier four today. years I, I got a i got the javelin uh gold actually not even four years i want to say it's like six years we gotta move on we're gonna start talking about call of duty this is true hey one of these days maybe we'll do a call of duty one another one i'd like to talk about after tf2 BF2 Battlefield, uh, Battlefield Battlefront, that original Battlefront, uh, the original 2. Battlefront. 2. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. 
Although I talk about I the you're about to too. do like Battlefront Bad Company too, and I was like, I know me and Connor could talk about. That. We could talk about that for hours. I could also <laughs> probably talk about TF2 for four more hours. Yeah, um, I really could. I'm, I'm, I haven't even really scratched the surface. <laughs> well, then, uh, yeah, I think what I want to talk about the most is probably like modern TF2, really. Yeah, I'll just I'll throw one more thing because I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it. We had a. We had a friend named Ben, not one of the Just Six Boys, but, but a friend. Honorary um, member. And uh, he would, he played a decent amount of TF2, but he would, he would never ever play with us. He would just play these custom maps, <laughs> surf maps. And basically, <laughs> you kind of like grinded on these rails somehow, like due to just like the way the physics engine worked, kind of like Sonic would in like the 3D games. And he just did that. And we'd always be like, play with us he's like no i'm playing like surf maps and it was it was really annoying i think i played with him maybe twice and i played somewhere between i don't know probably 800 and 1200 hours that is a thing i wanted to mention is that team fortress 2 really lets you make your own fun in a lot of ways like there were a Mm. lot of wacky game modes like custom modes fans made and just there was that level of cooperation of everyone joining the same class, like playing around the same class that you can't find all the time. Like I actually recently kind of found it in the game Hold Fast Nations at War um, because everyone is doing the weapons are all really inaccurate. You're playing as like armies in oh, the Napoleonic game. Wars. So there's a lot of nonsense and you can always there's a dedicated button to yell your cheer for your team. Like the French one goes, Vive la France. And so you just get people yelling that at each other as they run by. But the point is, Team Fortress 2 is like that. Yeah. Yeah, There's lots of voice lines. There's lots of nonsense. You could just yell. If you pressed E, you would yell medic. And the voice acting in that game was so top notch. I mean, some of the accents are hilariously bad, but that was part of the charm. But like, they really like got into it just... and they kept adding more and more lines like year because yeah. every update that added content it was crazy yeah every character has a distinct speaking voice you know you know who they are by how they sound as much as by seeing them also fun little fact uh the administrator that's the announcer voice played by ellen mclean aka glados mm-hmm. and the sniper John Patrick by, Lowry. Yeah, who did a bunch of civilians in Half-Life 2 and other random incidental voices. And some of us saw them speak at Western Washington University. <laughs> I have a side picture that I lost many years ago. Oh, no. John Patrick Lowry was hawking his sci-fi book he just wrote. It was very interesting. <laughs> uh, that I don't was think anybody bought it, though. <laughs> oh. I'll go buy it now. I'll we didn't have any up. money. It's Everybody true. just wanted him to show up and do the sniper voice, and he did. It's like, thank you, appreciate it. He would be like, help. He had he had a very funny like way of saying oh, help. Yeah, that's true. Stuck with me. Did you know his origin, by the way? Because he clearly reads as Australian. He's actually from New Zealand, but raised in the Australian outback. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. Oh wait, he was actually. Yeah, Australian? I assume he was just a. Putting it on the accent. That was honestly one of the ones I kind of thought of with, oh, like, not a great accent, but really into it. So I'm sorry. I'm I made that confusing. That is the character's backstory. Oh, he is American. That makes way more sense. That's so yeah, because I thought I remembered him speaking in an American accent. At yeah. That con. Yes. <laughs> okay. No, he was just putting on the accent then. That's. I thought, wow, that's really funny. 
Um, but the spy's voice actor is a real French spy. <laughs> the pirate's voice actor is really someone with paper towels in their mouth. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah, distinct. We all we all remember it immediately. I think that I think this may just be scratching the surface, but this is a testament to Team Fortress too. How this game lives on in our hearts and minds. Kind of a cultural icon for gaming, I think, a little bit, especially after the the free to play era, and, where uh, you know so many people were playing it. And and now it kind of sucks, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, um, it does a little bit. It's yeah, been that is true. Years. It's been there, I mean, it's allowed I mean, it's allowed to suck. Yeah, there were, there were just a couple things they did that like I one thing that was like. I think people were annoyed by, but I really did love was like no mini map. That was great. Um, you just had to know the maps. Mm-hmm. You didn't know where people were. Um, and like with that was like, you know, when people called for a medic, if you were a medic, you could see a speech bubble for it, but like you, you couldn't see much else. And uh, I remember one time during like my listless year in, in Washington before I moved, um connor was back in town I, I went over to his place and just was like connor can i play tf2 and he's like yeah you're gonna hate it and i was like nah it'll be fine <laughs> and uh i got on and i was like i immediately started like this sucks. and the main thing that like really pissed me off was like um you could see silhouettes of all your teammates through walls and just throughout the map and i was like i didn't like that was a concession made for people so they could like play better or whatever and it was like the fun of tf2 was not like i mean unless you were good yeah. like me uh racking up a good kd <laughs> um you know most people can enjoy that um it was it was having fun with it and suddenly it was like they did all these like i don't even want to say quality of life because it's like suddenly like the aesthetic became even more cluttered and whatnot but they did these things this kind of like concessions to people to like make it a little more balanced and it, it just it it's not good to, to to go off what Jack is saying, they this is like you know when he had come back or played it at my house was around the time when they were pushing uh, towards esports more. Like they wanted to make their own like like league like series league like like Counter Strike or like Call of Duty, all those other games. And so to do that, they're like, well, we have to make this more more balanced. And so to put this in like the the best way possible like a lot of parts of tf2 were a little little broken maybe or very janky. overpowered very mm-hmm. powerful very yeah like janky but that's what made it fun and it's because you know it's the idea of just giving everybody like a nuclear bomb and just saying yeah go do stuff <laughs> which is what we, again like which is what made it fun because everybody could do dumb stuff and even just or the like, base weapons were very powerful still too or like getting killed with like a bad weapon like that was like infuriating in a way like you don't really get as much with like these deliberately balanced games um i had another thought and i completely lost it so someone else talk while i desperately try to think about this i do think there's a divide here between some of us between you know people jack i would say not always for you, but with TF2, you maybe verged on try hard a little bit. I don't mean that as a pejorative, but you <laughs> it loved wasn't try hard. It wasn't try hard. It was uh, it was natural. I was just it good. was easy um, mode. <laughs> yeah. Um, and did I taunt people with that? Yes. Um, 
<laughs> I believe a lot of times I would type yeah, in GG your shit. Um, and then, oh, the, okay. Uh, so I remembered what I was going to say now. And like, this was like, it's so about cyberbullying. No. Oh, um, no. We can't have every this? podcast we do come back to cyberbullying. Quick, Nick, get us no. into the segment factory quick. <laughs> um, no. Um, so, like, I think in an illustration of just like how bad the idea of like put like trying to do competitive and like changing the game for this was like, people had sort of created i i think it was sort of valve sanctioned but they had their own competitive league like prior to this and like the teams were made up of uh i believe it was two scouts two soldiers and a demo man like that was the standard team so it was and like medic, 6v6 in like an yeah you might be right but i think i think yeah, it was like something 6v6, weird like that 6v6 yeah 6v6 in, for like, sure a game with nine classes so you weren't even like using all of them and like you know it was like not really all that fun and it wasn't really true to the character but like that's kind of what you had to do apparently to to be really balanced or whatever and then just well, that's a good like... that's a good point because like one funny little anecdote is that so the classes were all meant to be like like a big game of rock paper scissors where pyro beats spy but spy beats heavy but you know or sniper but sniper beats heavy etc um but if you put played with a bunch of bots and you put it on easy mode they would eventually all become demo men because <laughs> there isn't quite a counter to demo man like scout is closest but you know it was never there wasn't a perfect one because the demo can use its secondary weapon so effectively the secondary was better than the primary uh... by far yeah sticky launcher Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that image of how in evolution everything eventually turns into a, crab? a crab? Yeah. <laughs> in video games, <laughs> everything eventually becomes a demo man. I mean, it was a really good being able to lay explosive traps and use them immediately is a very good weapon, maybe stronger than they realized. The idea of the demo man's weapon, that revolver like um grenade launcher it's, mm-hmm. it's the coolest thing i i wanted a <laughs> grenade launcher like that I, i've always wanted one that that's you my dream to, present did you want it to have six barrels but only shoot four weapons because they realized in beta testing it was too powerful but didn't bother to remake the weapon uh yeah i want to have six and just load it four times okay fair <laughs> um guys uh we have scratched the surface here um i do want to offer up if anybody has any closing thoughts but hey maybe you know maybe one day we'll revisit this topic because there's no there's still so much to talk about and we we got to have reed in conversation here one of these days (laughs) or ben to talk about playing by himself just an hour of talking about surf maps (laughs) um but daniel frost let's start with you as uh, closing thoughts on tf2 yeah, I mean, I think TF2, both because of its timing so that, you know, it was a time in my life when I had a lot of time to spend on it and didn't have a whole lot of obligations. So that makes a difference. But the best multiplayer games, I think, just feel fun forever. Like, that's the thing that multiplayer games can do that single player can't is you can just drop in and be like, oh, this will be fun for an hour. And it is. So my strongest, like, happy TF2 memory by myself is... Nick and I were in community college together and Nick would give me rides to class and we had the first two classes um, of this quarter together, I think. And so one morning I'm getting ready and I'm almost ready to go. And he says, hey, I just woke up. 
can we like, can I pick you up an hour later and we'll just go to the second class? And I said, sure. Um, so then I got on my computer. Nobody else was home. Everyone else was at school or work. And I just played an hour of TF2. I played as Pyro on Hightower. And it was just this pure fun moment of blowing off my obligations and having a good time. And then Nick picked me up and we went to class. And it's a day that sticks forever in my memory. It was just an hour of time, but it was a really good hour. And TF2 had a lot of really good hours in my 750 hours. A nice mm -hmm. memory. I'm happy that my laziness allowed you to have that hour. <laughs> I mean, it was a community college communications class. Like, <laughs> this was better for my life in general, probably. I'm honestly thinking, what happened that day that I just... You probably just slept in or didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, Connor, how about you? Uh, any closing thoughts? Uh, I think despite this not being like... um, What is it? maybe like the the biggest nostalgia game for me or one that's like very like high up in my mind or whatever it's very close to my heart just because it's uh when i was really playing a lot was during uh you know high school summer days where me and jack and our other friends would play until like two to three in the morning <laughs> like like cons like, like consecutive days and uh, yeah, every now and again, whenever I see TF2 or I think about TF2, I always I always run back to those days where we're all just screwing around online, and I'm just stabbing them over and over again <laughs> <laughs> and cheating. <laughs> uh, but yeah, very special to me. And I, you know, I'll never forget those days. That's that's wonderful. Thank you. And Jack, how about you? Yeah, um, I'm gonna get sappy. I mean, for a sec. Um, I mean, like Connor said, like. You know, just playing playing with the fellas till two. I mean, I, I think like definitely for multiplayer games, this is the one I am the most nostalgic for. I mean, I think like as uh as has become clear in this podcast, the fact that me and if Reed were here, he'd be the same. Still brag about how good we were at this game, despite <laughs> the fact that I'm turning twenty nine in a couple months um, and haven't played it in God knows how many years. Uh, speaks to a lot you know i think like you know like we, we had a good group of friends and it just makes me kind of pine for that i remember you know we'd hang out at someone's house till like midnight and then we'd go and play two more hours and then if we weren't hanging out at someone's house we'd start at like eight or nine and play there um i also just like i don't know i mean it was like a fun community you know there was plenty of toxic stuff like i said i saw tub girl for the first and only time i was you spray had to drop on that, that again server. so that he couldn't edit <laughs> um, it out <laughs> i saw some other gnarly stuff but like you know the fact that like i still remember a server called tally smoke shack and i still remember axel's tf2 and specific maps on it i think speaks a lot um people in there were typically kind of nice uh in a way that i was not always um i remember one time connor and i were playing and uh i kept on talking <laughs> oh my god okay <laughs> can i tell sucked. this story and yeah um yeah connor can go ahead and tell it but i think that's a good wrap up so and again this was a long time ago when we were just like shitty teenagers as i think most this. of us i were. regret nothing <laughs> It's getting yeah. left in, whatever it is. <laughs> Basically, we were just playing some TF2, having a good night, and then uh, someone starts using voice chat, and it was this one. Wait, girl no, this is this... no. The one I was this one? do was like, do you oh, remember okay. it was just you and me in the afternoon, and I was like murdering everyone, and uh, uh, then I was like, 
you all suck, like, GG, you're shit. And then, like, um, you could vote to kick people, and a vote comes <laughs> up, and it's vote to kick whatever my Steam name was. <laughs> this and was, I go, yeah. guys, no, oh, no, I'm so sorry, I won't do it again, please, no, I, I got a little ahead of myself, like, I'm really sorry, I'll stop, I'll be a good sport. <laughs> A Escape pretty classic either. Jack character, by the way. <laughs> this could have been any game we were playing together. <laughs> Escape by the skin of my teeth. Immediately start talking shit again. Just like, <laughs> yeah, nice try, Bose. Like, fucking suck. Like... <laughs> Vote to kick me again. Same thing. Okay, guys. No, really. I'm, I'm sorry. I was just... That was, you're right. That was wrong. That was in call for. I survive again. <laughs> Uh, third time I was not so lucky, and I was permanently kicked off that server. <laughs> yeah, you see, Jack, I know a completely different story in mind. <laughs> uh, no, I, I know that story. That that can be TF2 part two. I think yes. we need read on there for that. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a, that is one of my favorite stories. <laughs> uh, well, a little tease. Thank you guys so much for coming on. And hey, if you're in the Super NPC Radio Discord uh, and you like stuff like this feel free to chime in and let us know uh, a couple of these guys are on there. And if you're not, we'll get you a link to it. Um, but thank you. And uh, does, does anyone have anything they'd like to plug today? Uh, I'll plug reactivators. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna, <laughs> you I'm, can find uh, Nick at his main podcast. Reactivators. I'm Twitter free and I'm probably becoming even more smug about that than being this far into dry January. So um, thank your lucky stars. You can't follow this man on Twitter. I'm just, I rock. I'm good at TF2. I was better than anyone here. <laughs> See, this <laughs> is the Jack disagree, Brooks I, I know and love. Uh, well, thank you. Uh... Oh, God. You... <laughs> <laughs> that last it's fine. <laughs> oh, I thought he said everyone got their name set. My bad. That's yeah, fine. Whatever. Oh, there's, uh, there's a couple of us. Uh, someone will bleep that. Um, Daniel, nah, Frost, I don't really care. Uh, anything you'd like to plug? You you got you got a band. You want to talk about that? We have a band. We have a couple shows coming up, but they're in like the Seattle area. So if any of your listeners are up there, the regressions are playing on February 12th and the 16th. So come on by. But you should honestly probably just follow us on Instagram at the underscore regressions underscore. That'll be easier. Follow Nick Costanza at Nick <laughs> underscore Costanza. At, oh, man. One of them is underscore. That's yeah. the Twitter, I think. Yeah, and then is. Instagram is Nick Costanza. And follow Reactivators on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Always nice to meet a fan. Um, Connor, did you plug your Twitch? <laughs> I did not. You can find me at twitch.tv slash conbork. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do games. All right, this has been another episode of The Bonk Boys. See you next time, nerds. Bye. Au revoir. Bye.